Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. friends hi everyone welcome to spice chaos yes welcome welcome to a new week welcome to a new episode of our show over there is caitlin from creating in chaos and over there is leanne from spice plans and man we nailed that intro today didn't we caitlin <laughs> we got it yeah that's we a got wrap. it <laughs> yeah we've been practicing at home a lot you guys like practicing yes. in front of how the mirror to get Yes, how to get the intro to the podcast down, because sometimes we sound awkward. Um, (laughs) That's okay. But yes, um, happy Monday to everyone out there who's listening to this on a Monday morning. Life is changing over here. Life is changing for Caitlin. We're all going back to work, going back to school. It's about to be school time for everyone. And And something else important is happening. Something else important is happening. Um, Yes, uh, believe it or not, this is the 50th episode of our show. Uh-huh. And I mean, my birthday is next week. Oh, that's week. right. It's Caitlin's birthday <laughs> month. Ooh, it is. Right. My birthday for- is next week. I keep forgetting that we need to be celebrating all months. That's right. I am a Leo after all. Yes. So, um, and I'm assuming that, you know, since you are a Leo, that you do know what that means, because I don't necessarily know what that all that means. Uh, um, I know like a little bit. It's like as, about as much as I I know about the Enneagram just like oh okay okay just a little bit okay so um but anyway well yes happy birthday month to Caitlin yes and um so today is a very exciting day that I have been looking forward to ever since Caitlin told me that this lovely lady was going to be on our schedule oh my gosh I am so excited um so today we have the amazing plan with Ronald on our show her name is Sarah, and she is so awesome. And I know you're excited too, Caitlin, aren't you? So excited. Yes. Her Instagram is beautiful. She's just an all-around cool chick. And mm-hmm. we are so like thrilled to be talking to her today and to be hearing all of the things that she has to say. We want to talk about mom life, quarantine life, Erin Condren life, all the things. All the things. Yeah. All the things. And um, yeah, she's just really rad. So um, Sarah, are you there? Hello. Good morning. I I am here, and while uh, while y'all are excited, I kind of want to puke. Uh, oh, oh no! <laughs> like I'm so nervous. <laughs> but, oh um, no! So I've never done this before, and I told you guys that uh, before while we were talking. Mm-hmm. And I've never done this, and so as the days have been leading up, I'm like getting more nervous, more nervous, more nervous. But then. I read over like, you know, tips and tricks and I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So anyway, um, and just, yeah, just talking to you guys makes me like, I just makes me feel like, oh, okay. Yeah. These are my kind of people. Okay. I can do it. (laughs) 
we, yeah. we like to think that we are definitely the your kind of people. Like uh, okay. a lot of our a lot of our guests come into the show and they say, "Oh my gosh, I'm feeling a little nervous," just like you are. Um, but we just we like to hang out and chat, just like we're chilling on somebody's couch or hanging out at a, a coffee shop doing a planner meetup. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can do that. It, this this is nothing gonna. It's not gonna be anything like an interview. You know, Caitlin yeah. and I always say like we're not Barbara Walters and Diane. <laughs> like, we're not trying to get your trying, tea. Yeah. Oh, we're gotcha. Not trying gotcha. To, we're not trying to pull out any sensitive information. We're not trying to like <laughs> dig deep into like your secret inner life or anything. We're just gonna talk about. You know, we want to talk about yeah. like mom stuff, quarantine stuff. Like we want to talk about planners, you know, all that stuff. We just, all it's just stuff. real easy. And, um, you know, and like we said before we started recording and like our listeners know so well, because they, they know us is that we are the opposite of professional here. We are just <laughs> like, um, <laughs> true. Like I'm in, I'm in my bed. I have a cup of coffee. Um, Caitlin, I'm assuming that you're on a couch somewhere with a, with a tea or something. I'm actually in my office with coffee today because I was up late. <laughs> Oh, so you are. Okay. So you're in your office. It looks like Sarah's in her office. Mm -hmm. So I'm the only one that's in my bed in my jammies. So there (laughs) you go, guys. I'm in like a matching chic soul set that my husband (gasps) loves to make fun of. It's like this olive green tie dye and he calls it my, (laughs) my mafia princess outfit. (laughs) That's awesome. I know. He's such a, he's well, such a goofball. Oh, Bri Bri. And you guys, oh, Bri Bri. You guys, Sarah went to church this morning, so she looks beautiful. So when we called her on Skype, she answered, and I could see her beautiful face. And I was like, oh my gosh, if we show her our face right now, she's going to run away and not want to have a conversation. Um, so, of oh, course, gosh. I immediately, of course, I immediately turned the camera on to so see what she was dealing with. I mean, sure. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway anyway this is um okay. so exciting for us because you are really awesome so there's no reason for you to be nervous because we're not going to talk about anything nerve nervous making um but why don't you take just a minute and tell everyone that's listening where they can find you on all the social media and everything and then we'll take a little minute for you to tell us about your like yourself personally okay Um, well, most, most people that know me, they know me from Instagram, that's where I landed first. Um, and I'm playing with Ronald there, YouTube, I'm playing with Ronald there. I have a, I have a very small blog that pretty much is, uh, dusty and doesn't see much, um, action there. Um, only on very rare occasions why blog there, but it's also, um, Plan with plan with Ronald. Um, there's a Facebook group that I think um, people join, and like a lot of my posts get links automatically there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I haven't really figured out why that happened. There was a I don't know that one of the influencer courses that I took said you needed that to somehow separate. Uh, like from Facebook wise, how to keep the two separate. So I don't know. I just do what they tell me to do. And, but mostly I just stay on Instagram and YouTube and that's really where you can find me. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like I do the same thing. Yeah. Yes. So that's it. Um, and then about me personally, um, well, 
Uh, I, I don't know. Let's see. For as far as planning goes, I've been planning for ugh, ever since college. Um, and then I met my husband in college, and we have three kids and married, all that jazz. Uh, we live in Virginia, and I always say I'm one of the planner OGs because I mm. I've been planning like we love BC was like. I don't know, like, I don't know, 2000 members when I was in there. And so it was, it was a long, long time ago. I've been around. So, um, anyway, that's kind of like me. I work full time. That's kind of my passion in the planner world is to find other working moms because so many of the influencers that are out there are not full-time working moms. And so I know when I was, getting up in the ranks, I was like, okay, I know there has to be more than me out there. So yeah. that was always my passion was to find other working moms and say, Hey, we can do it too. You know, you don't need yes. a planner, you know, just it, only if you're a work from home mom or a stay at home mom, you know, all of us can use planners. Right. Totally. Yep. And you found two of them right here. Yes. <laughs> two working yeah. moms right here. Yeah. See, that's why we told you, like, we are your people. Like, we are right. planner girls. We work. We work. We, Caitlin works from home. We all work from, well, I work from home now. Yeah. Too, but right I've now. worked outside of the home for many years as well. Yes. Yeah. Of course yeah. you did. And it is, it is really an interesting thing as a working mom and in this influencer life to try to find a balance between, like, your job that has nothing to do with your influencer life mm -hmm. and your, your mom stuff that has nothing to do with influencer life. And then all of the other stuff, you know, like it's, it's interesting to try to find that balance. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes you stay up until two in the morning finishing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You do. Um, there are some late nights and some sleepy mornings and lots of coffee and that's Sometimes right. I wonder if that's not why we planner girls are always talking about our coffee is because we're up so late at night uh -huh. in our planners that we have to drink coffee the next day to that's survive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so how many kids do you have? I have three kids. Um, they are going into ninth, no, eighth grade, seventh grade. No, let me, oh, this is how this is the biggest problem I have. Okay, so we have an eighth grader, a sixth grader, and a fifth grader. Oh, okay. So good yeah, ages. Cool. Yeah, I have a seventh grader and a preschool age son. Okay. So, yeah, right. yeah. I get you with the preteens for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And mm -hmm. and then and, I have a fourth grader and a second grader. Okay. I loved those years. Yeah. Elementary Enjoy school them. is yeah, elementary school is fun. Like I'm um I, I like parent-teacher conferences and the work that the kids are bringing home. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I do like it. Um, I still, now my son in fourth grade, well, when he was in third grade anyway, had gotten to some math that was a little bit beyond me. Uh -huh. um, yeah, when they started getting into fractions, I was like, okay, so maybe I'm done helping you with your homework. But my daughter... <laughs> <laughs> my daughter in the first grade who was still just like figuring out how much, you know, two nickels and a dime make together and all this kind of stuff. Like I could help her still when she was in the first grade. So, you know, um, we're all kind of embarking on these new types of school year. Like this, uh -huh. this school year is going to be different for everybody. 
Right. Um, so what is it looking like for you this fall coming up, like for your kids? How is, yeah. how is things, how are things going to be different? Well, my kids go to a really small Christian school and um, so they're a little bit different. So they don't do buses anyway. So we don't have to worry about like the multiple bus trips or anything. And because the school is so small, they're able to, uh, the whole school from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade is only about 130, 150 kids. Um, oh, wow. That is small. Yeah. Yeah, it is small. Um, and they always have wanted to grow and they have people like just waiting to apply, but they haven't been able to build. But at this moment, that's such a blessing. So the most that in, in each class can only be 20. Well, you can easily socially distance 20 in a class. Um, okay. So, so we're, we're right now, we're starting on time. We're going five days a week. Um, they've, you know, they have their definite um, guidelines in place. All kids wear masks. Teachers will stand up front while they're teaching. They don't have to wear a mask. Um, they, they eat in their classrooms, but they also have really like great outdoor areas like pavilions and stuff so if it's nice they'll have them outside spread apart eating lunch um so they've uh the virginia health department came in and like took a look at their rules and um the standards that they had set up and they loved it and so far we are just blessed like it's gonna be different but still fairly normal for the kids mm -hmm. well that's a blessing for oh. sure that's great yeah Oh, that is so great to hear because, you know, Caitlin and I, our kids are in are in public schools and we teach for public schools. And um, well, Caitlin, I know that your school is a charter school and it's all yep. online anyway, so it, it's not necessarily going to be different for you. But your mm -hmm. enrollment is definitely up because of Ooh, the situation that we're in. Is. And, yes. um, you know, my my own two are going to be doing everything virtually and I'm going to be teaching all of my classes virtually. And because yep. um, Caitlin and I are both teachers. So one of the things that one of the memes that's going around is like, OK, every teacher is a first year teacher this year. Right. <laughs> except, yeah. you, um, except me. <laughs> um, because. Right. Well, you know, there's obviously teachers that have been working in the virtual schools yeah. for a while that that kind of, you know, already know what they're doing. But the planning that is happening in these couple weeks before school is starting back now that I am back at work is all like kind of trying to figure out, OK, how do we take this curriculum and make it virtual so that we can all kind of teach the same thing in our classes and um is it a little bit exciting for you, though, Leanne? Because I remember there were a couple of years when I was in brick and mortar where I was kind of like doing the same thing over and over and like I hadn't really integrated anything new. So like, is it ex not that you're not doing that or that you are doing that? But like, is it exciting to like kind of be planning in a different way for school? Um, yes, it is. Um, I think that what what is making me the most nervous is not. OK, so and and Sarah, I teach film. Oh, and and I also teach this year. I'm teaching ninth grade English. Oh, yes. So the film class, I will answer your question with a yes, Caitlin. I am excited mm -hmm. to try new things with them. Like, I'm mm -hmm. very excited to be integrating new things into that class and figuring out how to take that class from in person to virtual. Mm hmm. 
I'm not as excited about the ninth grade component because I haven't taught it in so long that even if yeah. I was teaching it in front of the students and everything was normal, I would still be a little bit nervous because I'm not like a hundred percent sure of the curriculum. Yeah. That makes so sense. right now I'm not just planning for what I'm actually going to be teaching. I also need to know how I'm going to do it too. Mm -hmm. So in the years prior, grasping the curriculum was the easy part because I already knew how to do the teaching. Right. So, Are either of you Virgos? I am almost a Virgo. So my birthday okay. is August 21st, which is okay. literally the rollover day. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I was wondering. Oh. Okay. Just so wanting Caitlin, to... She's on the cusp. She's on the I cusp yeah, of Virgo. Baby. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you a Virgo, Sarah? I am, and I was just sitting here listening. Like, as a Virgo, this would have me, like, in uh, I, twitches, like, constantly. Yeah. I don't think I could be a Virgo teacher this year because, <laughs> you know, like, I, you would have me in a corner, like, rocking every day because... <laughs> Yeah, well, I definitely, I definitely feel that for like my friends who are teaching in virtual school, um, my charter school. So it's a we're virtual all the time, even when COVID is not happening. Oh, uh, we've okay. been virtual for like the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel really prepared going into this year, but I totally get that. Like if I was a brick and mortar school teacher and I had to like adapt on the fly and like try to figure all of this out. I would be in panic mode. I would be in full yeah. panic mode. <laughs> well, I keep trying to tell myself that I still have a full week before kids are coming into their virtual classrooms. Yes, you do. So, you know, these days leading up to that are it's time for me to be planning. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, yes, the ninth grade curriculum is different than my 11th grade curriculum when I was teaching 11th grade English. But I know how to teach English, so I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Like, all yeah, you're going to do great. Is, yes. All I need is for my um, – all, all I really need is for my team to say, here's what we teach. Yep, exactly. And then they're going to say, well, here's how we're thinking of doing it virtually, and then I can just kind of follow their, their lead. Um, but the best part about all of this is that if I need to get in a corner and cry – then I Nobody can sees because I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can just turn off that Zoom camera. <laughs> yeah. So like if if I really do have like a desperate moment where I need to sit in the corner and just rock and and not and not like deal with anything, like you said, Sarah, then I can just totally sit and just be yeah. alone because yeah. I'll be at home. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the biggest change that's happening for us is that um, so we're starting the school year with, I would, I would estimate probably 1500 more students than we had at the end of last year. And so we ended last year on a hiring freeze because of the budget cuts and all the things that were happening. Um, and now we're hiring like for every department it feels like, which is, so that's the adjustment that we're having to make this year. Yeah. And I think that, you know, more and more people are going to see the value in virtual school after this. And there's going to mm -hmm. be kids that really thrive in this environment. Totally. Yeah. Um, people that had never thought of this, like for their own kids, I think will probably maybe move towards this if it's an option for them. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the world is going to change. Uh, for sure. You know, this is changing the world in ways that we can't even see yet. So, Sarah, how have things been different for you since March? Like what and we, we always ask this question of our guests because it's just so interesting. 
you know, to hear like how different people's lives have been, you know, since March and all the stuff that's yeah. happened. So what's been going on with you guys since, uh, since March? Um, I guess my job um, is flexible. Anyhow, I've been allowed to work from home for several years. Um, the only thing that's been different is I was training several new people. So that stopped um, and we all went home. And um, so my husband is um, in law enforcement. So me and my kids actually packed up in March and went to my sister's for a month and a half because we didn't know how bad it was going to get and left him here because he can't not go to work. <laughs> he right. can't work from home. Um, so we stayed there for a month and a half until we saw that, you know, we like the numbers here really just weren't bad at all. And then we came here, finished out the school year. Um, and it really just, you know, staying home and doing things. It's been a little hard, but um, it was really hard at first when we first got home. Um, before, I guess in Virginia, we're going through these phases of what's open and what's not open. But once we hit the second phase of where like, you could go to like an outdoor restaurant or you could go to like outdoor stores or stores that had outdoor or entrances, like not necessarily inside of the mall. Um, you know, I would mainly go, I wouldn't take all my kids and things, but I would go if we needed something. Just getting a little bit of normalcy back just mentally helped a lot. Because being together that long, we were going on each other's nerves. Yeah. yeah. I get so, it. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like every day I was going through Kroger and they were like, I was like, how much wine do I need to get to the week? And then, I, yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then like two days later, I was like, how much more wine do I need to get through the week? And they're like, you were just here. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel so bad for my Instacart delivery people because they're constantly bringing me wine. Uh -huh. right? And, you know, like I'll put in an order for a few bottles of wine. And I feel like that when they leave them at the door, they're like, this lady, this lady must just stay drunk all the time. And I'm like, no, no, oh I'm my really God. not. Like, it's, it's really like, I, I'm like, I want to say, are you kidding me? This much wine can't get me drunk anymore. My tolerance is so high. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Our, our FedEx guy like drove by the other day and he like waved at us like a friendly wave like he knew us <laughs> we're like um we might be like on amazon a little bit <laughs> no i, I like, do hey, <laughs> i do i feel like every time a package is delivered at my house that i can hear an audible sigh at the door <laughs> right and the knock gets slightly more annoyed as they're leaving the package. like yeah. it's me again would you please come and get your package <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. Pick up at Target. I do a lot of that where I order stuff from Target and then I have them shop for me and then I just hop in the car and go have them stick it through the window. That's um, perfect. Well, it is perfect, except that now the kind of stuff that I'm ordering is like tampons and bras <laughs> and like real kind of intimate stuff. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, when the little 18 year old boy that brings it to the car, like, <laughs> comes out to the car and like, here's a bag of bras, ma'am. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, 
like, well, how else am I supposed to try on bras? I have to right. try them on at home. I can't come to the store and try them on. Right. So, You're being you know, safe. You're totally doing the I, right thing. I'm trying to do this the right way, but I'm sorry that you had to go to the women's intimate section and pick out three bras. But, um, you know, oh, he's probably yeah. done it for his mother many times. But that's just our life right now. Like, yeah, you know, there's it's it's just it's so funny. So. But yeah, I think that um, I think that things are kind of. I want to say that things are kind of starting to feel normal again. I don't want to say normal because they're still right. normal at this point. They're feeling but, um, less stressful. Is yes. what it feels like. Yeah. Like if if I really needed to go to Michael's, I know <laughs> Need? that I. Yes, I, I know that I could get in the car and put my mask on and drive to Michael's and go to Michael's. Like I know that I could do that. Um when things were completely shut down and everything was closed, it felt like kind of suffocating. Like it felt very stifling. Like even though I knew that I didn't actually want to leave the house because I don't really like doing that. Mm -hmm. um, it was still weird to not be able to go anywhere, even if I had wanted to. So, you know, now just knowing that I have the freedom to, to go to Michael's or, or, you know, to go to, if I want to go to the drugstore and pick something up, like I don't have to have everything delivered, but uh, right. Let's be honest. I'm still having as much stuff delivered as possible. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same. Um, so you said that you guys were kind of starting to get on each other's nerves. Have your kids, have they done okay? Like, are they, are they desperate? Are they ready to go back to school and be like with other people? Yeah, they, um, they are pretty much. We quarantined with my, like I said, for the first like six weeks, we stayed with my sister. Mm -hmm. We have two kids. Um, and like she lives on a lake and has a boat and a pool and yada, yada, yada. And so that was nice. And then we took my family's beach place for two weeks with those same people, like just last month. So they were able to like social, the kids have been able to like socialize a little bit with their cousins um, who have all followed the same, you know, hunker downer um, mentality. Yeah. So, you know, those little pockets of breaks have really helped. Um, but I know they're very ready to go back to school. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. My four-year-old keeps packing his backpack. He's like, is it time oh. to go to school? And I'm like, nobody. Preschool's Aww. probably not going to be open this year. Oh, that is so cute. I know. Aww. And it's his last year in preschool with his preschool teacher who has actually been like his daycare provider since he was about four months old. So I'm hoping that at some point this year, like it'll be safe enough for them to go back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about it far away from each other in the hallways at school. Like. Yeah, you know, we're socially distancing from each other during these teacher work days. And, um, you know, people will pop into the room and we'll be having a conversation and someone will say, so when do you think we'll have students back in the building? And everyone is saying not at all this year. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like, too, especially for areas that maybe are like hotspot areas. I think is North Carolina still being deemed a hotspot? Yeah, our numbers are terrible. Yeah, I feel like for I think it's going to take another full year like before next summer before things really kind of settle down yeah and that's that's what kind of worries me but see it's been so interesting this week because I am in my classroom but I don't feel like I need to set up my classroom because I'm going to be doing all of my teaching from home mm -hmm. yeah so I do have a classroom at school that I have a key to but I don't really 
I'm not feeling that urgency to like get everything set up and ready for students to come in because no students are coming in. So yeah, it'll be interesting if they do come back mid-year because that'll be like a quick <laughs> rush job, you know, to kind of get everything ready for them. Yes, I know. But see, and talking about having them come back, you know, and then us having to do like the socially distancing stuff when mm-hmm. they're here, like then it would be better to just start everything virtually. And we have this one virtual year and then hopefully by summertime there's a vaccine and we can all things kind of go back to the way school was before. Yeah. From um, what I'm reading, they're saying end of 2020. So hopefully, oh, okay. hopefully right. we'll be well, able to get that going. Well, that's good. Well, how about we talk about planners? Let's, talk Let's about do planners that because that's what we're here for. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So starting with, okay. I know that you gave us a little bit about like your planner story prior to this, but let's talk about like, you know, you said that you were kind of one of the OGs and I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. How, how did you find this community? Like, how did you, discover that like oh I want to have a planner Instagram and like what is your kind of what is your story about all of that okay um I had well I've always had a planner since college and maybe even back in high school but and I'd always had planners even after my husband and I got married just to keep up with his shift work um and then when I started having kids I was really noticing that like just a monthly kind of thing that whatever you would pick up at um like Target was not doing it for me, um, just with all, you know, when you had other appointments and all of that, I, it was not working. And one of my good friends, she's a couple years older than me. She said, there's this planner company. You can only find them online. Um, it's what I get every year. It's kind of expensive to so take really good care of it. It's called an Erin Condren. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's what I did. And I and I got one, and um, then back then, I guess, I, the first thing, I got my Erin Condren, and I don't even know what year it was, 2000, ugh, I'll pull it out here, let's see, 2000, and uh, 2013. Oh, my. Yeah, so 2013, and... Um, we, uh, uh, I just remember like treating that thing like gold and I would go on Pinterest and I would get ideas from Pinterest because I, you know, at that point I couldn't just buy another one. Um, mm-hmm. and so there was a picture of this gorgeous looking layout and of course it was Jen plans and then that, oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then that's when I realized that there was an entire Facebook community on it. it never dawned on me to go on Facebook. Um, and so I just lurked around in Facebook forever for years, just doing my own thing, doing my own thing. Like, um, and then I finally, I guess in 2000, I don't know, 15, maybe started my own planner Instagram. Um, but I had, I, by then I was pretty well known on Facebook. So it was kind of like, all right, you gotta get one. but that's um I mean that's kind of how that story came up about yeah so So. how did um how did your name come about playing Ronald (laughs) okay um it's a little bit of a long story but okay that's while we're here (laughs) (laughs) exactly okay so I, I get asked this all the time 
Ronald is a stuffed ornament that I've had since I was one. And um, he's a Christmas tree ornament. And everybody knows me, knows that I love Christmas. I keep a Christmas tree up year round. Um, and he and he's on it. But my kids were begging for that creepy elf on the shelf thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, and instead, one year I said, I'm going to do Ronald hijinks um, instead of elf hijinks. Trying to convince my kids that Ronald was just as good as the, as the elf. Well, somehow uh-huh. those, hijinks, those hijinks made it on to, like, he would mess in my planner and I would take those photos and post them in the planner groups. And my, and it, it was just kind of funny and lighthearted. Well, my name got associated with Ronald. And at the point, oh. so people were like, Sarah Ronald, where's Sarah Ronald? Sarah Ronald. Like, <laughs> it was just, my name was no longer Sarah, it was Ronald. So at the time of, you know, Instagram, it had to be playing with Ronald because I don't even know that people knew my name was Sarah. So, but now I have to tell people, like, actually, my name is Sarah. <laughs> I know we have we actually had to look it up we were like yeah. what is her first name yeah <laughs> because yeah. yeah I know you around the community as plans with Ronald too yeah yeah everybody yeah. does yeah I know and we were um when we were talking this morning Caitlin and I I was like yeah um I messaged her this morning and um told her to like get to get you know get on Skype with me and everything and, um, and then I said, oh, I just heard from Ronald. And then I was like, wait, no, I know her. Sarah, so we're not going to call her Ronald the entire episode because that is not her name. I, I um, answered to both. I answered both. But we are, but I said, but we are going to figure out where the name came from exactly. Yeah. So that is so cute. So, all right. So I'm right there with you with the creepy elf on the shelf. Um, <laughs> we, we don't do elf on the shelf in my house. Caitlin, you don't do it either, do you? I am trying to phase it out. Okay. Like I started it and I was like, oh, okay, this will be like a fun little tradition. No, it is the stuff nightmares are made of. Uh, (laughs) I do not like it. I do not like trying to come up with the little places to put it. I don't like, I mean, the only part that I really like about it are like how excited my kids get in the mornings to go look for it. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I'm like, oh my gosh, the, like, and I'm an anxiety person. So if my eyes pop open and I realize that I have forgotten to move that elf, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it's it's literally the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. trying to phase it out right now. Yeah. Well, and see, at my house, I just told my kids several years ago that only kids that are on the naughty list get <laughs> get elves. Yeah, that's a great idea. And they were like, wait, why? And I said, because those kids need extra monitoring from Santa. Oh, oh snap that was such a genius idea and my kids were like that. they were like wait what and I was like yeah the reason why you guys don't have an elf <laughs> is because you have never had a bad year genius I said yes. but if you have a bad year then you're going to end up on an elf list and then an elf is going to show up at this house and watch you through the entire Christmas season <laughs> and report back to Santa and it's not fun but it's no. and it's not fun like it's not fun for anybody it's not going to be fun for us have to clean up after this elf it's not going to be fun you know for santa to have to add more kids to the list of people to have to monitor so the other day the other day my kids were asking like how did we do this year like you know and it's only august so i right. you know, i don't know why we're already discussing this um but i think it's because i can't actually get away 
away from Christmas right now. It's like time last, for Christmas. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I think it's because we are all so tired of 2020 that we're like, okay, can we just fast forward through all this last bit and just get to Christmas and New Year's and try something else? Um, I saw something on Facebook that said, let's just put up the tree and call it a day. Yes, <laughs> yes. I feel the same. I do. And um, on top of that, can I please just add something to the 2020 stack? Yeah, I've let's do it. I've got something to add. Um, and Sarah, this might have affected you too. You tell me. I had an earthquake this morning. What? I didn't what? even know that. Yeah, I know that if you're in Virginia that it could have affected you too. But um, but no, I this morning I'm sitting in my house and I felt something start to shake. And at first I thought, you know how sometimes like if you're in a certain room and the air conditioner will come on, like it'll make a noise. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, well, maybe that's just the air conditioner coming on. And then the whole house started shaking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my stars. Yes. And I was what? like, oh, my. It was like it was like 8 o'clock. It was like maybe 8.07 this morning. And I'll be honest with you listeners. I was on the toilet. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. I had just gotten up. So, you know, right. I had just gotten up. I was sitting on the toilet. And then all of a sudden, the whole bathroom started shaking. Oh, my gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, then I texted my mom who only lives about four miles away from me. And I was like, did your house shake this morning? And she said, yes, it did. And I said, we had an earthquake. And she said, we sure did. She said, let's just add something else to this crazy year that now we're having earthquakes in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. Is that not just the craziest thing? So Anyway, yeah, I'm really ready for Christmas. Like, I think that we need to, th- it's time for 2020 to clock out. Yeah. Okay? Like, you are done, sir. Um, <laughs> We've had enough. Like, we my, have yeah. had, yeah, my, had enough. Um, it, it, my sister had it in Atlanta. So, the earthquake this morning? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was like. I wonder five. if I felt. I wonder if I felt it, and I was like, ah, it's probably yeah. like kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, it was like a five point one at the epicenter. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good one. Mm -hmm. And the epicenter was Sparta, North Carolina, which I'm not really sure where that is or how far away that is for me. But, um, you know, there's people were feeling it all over. So, um, no, it's just it's crazy. Um, But, yeah, getting back to the elf, I actually like told my kids while we were sitting there on the couch discussing the elf. Okay, let me give Santa a quick text right now and just see if you're on the list for an elf. (laughs) So I have, I have a person saved in my phone as Santa. Uh Uh-huh. Makes sense. Uh So I text them every once in a while just to like, and they know that they're Santa. This is just a friend of mine. Yeah. And, um, and so I texted and I was like, so are Daniel and Hannah on the list for an elf this year? And she texted back and she said, I am not seeing them on my elf list. Ah, <laughs> yes. But it's Good. only but it's only August, and the list is not finalized until the end of September. So I, my kids were That's like, "Oh nice. my gosh!" My kids were like, "Oh!" And then I showed them the phone where it said Santa, and there's like a little picture of Santa there on the contact thing, and That's they were funny. like, "Oh my gosh, she's really talking to Santa." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. I know, and what's so beautiful about it is that my son is almost 10, and I know that for a fact that I knew the truth about Santa when I was eight years old, but even my almost 10-year-old son was still excited. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. we've managed to keep the magic alive here in the house for a really long time. So I'm, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pleased with that. Yeah. It's, Our it's fun. rule in the house is that if you don't believe you don't receive. So if you're going to tell me you don't yeah. believe in Santa, I like your that. stocking's going to be empty. Yeah. Now, so I'll, I'll tell you guys what we do now. Yeah. I gotta be careful. make sure. I think all my kids are outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest two know, mm-hmm. um, and the youngest, doesn't but I started putting my my husband in charge of anything elf related mostly but then well he is a cop so I would Mm -hmm. come back and the elf would be playing like spin the bottle with like Barbie and I was like okay no or he'd be like (laughs) or he'd be like rappelling or like he would be hunting in the tree and I was like (laughs) Because uh, we had the matching reindeer. So, like, the elf would be right. hunting the reindeer. And I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, I mean, we're very, we, you know, we live in the mountains, so we're right. very country people. And I was like, okay, you're no longer in charge of the elf. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so oh, then no. I, yeah, so then I, I put the other two oldest in charge of it. And that's when I really... I did see a lot of fun. They would get creative and how, like, what could they do to come up to make it more exciting for their younger sister? And that was really sweet. So I will say, we'll help oh, it. That. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably do it one more year just because they would get online with me, obviously, but they would come up with ideas and different ways that they could surprise her. And that was a lot of fun. That is fun I, well, because my kids are so, like, they have a big age gap. That might mm-hmm. be something fun to do with my 12, almost 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's very interesting. But then that's, like, yeah. my mom heart. I would have to, like, expose <laughs> yeah. the truth. And they, okay, so my kids, um, they're either really nice to each other or they're fighting and they hate each other. So I would worry that in one of those, like, fighting we hate each other that she would, like, <laughs> spill the beans. She'd be oh, like, yeah. well, guess what? <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Caitlin. Maybe keep that information to yourself I know. for a little while. I know. Longer. I just like processed yeah. it. That was just like raw processing right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe wait just a little while longer. The worst mm-hmm. part I think about telling mine that you're, you know, you don't have an elf because you've been good this year is mm-hmm. that now all their friends who have elves, my kids just assume they're bad kids. Like <laughs> You know, like they're, they're always constantly like, hey, what did you do? Like, what did you do to get an elf? And the kids are like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you only have an elf if you're bad. And then I've, you know, like I've never gotten any flack from parents who have like questioned this, like questioned my method of why we don't have one. But mm-hmm. Look, if y'all want to know the true reason, it's because I'm too lazy to do that. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be up on Pinterest trying to figure out, like, how do I make these marshmallows look like snowballs or how do I, you know, (laughs) how do I get him into the toothpaste this morning or, you know, all the little, like, shenanigans that the elf gets up to. Well, Um, and you have to really clean that up afterwards. Like, if you make some detailed scene, you as the mom. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's just, I feel like that there's already too much on my plate as a mom at Christmas. Right. But to add the elf. Now, there are women. Um, who are super into Christmas and everything that they do every single day in December that's Christmas related brings them joy. And I love those people. I, but, that's me right here. Christmas but it's, all the day, every day. But it's just not, it's just not who I am. Um, 
you know, I, I just, it's just not who, it's just not my jam. So <laughs> I, I just, I think that I probably, we avoid the elf here just because I'm lazy, but um, anyway, I think that, you know, maybe one more year is probably good for you guys, Sarah. I think that that, you know, just do it up, do it up real big one more year and let the kids play around with it too. And that's so cute to me that your older ones do it for your younger. That's awesome. I love that Christmas has infiltrated another episode. Yes, I know. Well, but listen, this episode is not getting a Christmas song title. Okay. Are you sure? No, we already did that. We are not doing it again. No more Christmas Maybe song titles. Maybe we could get some kind of Hanukkah song or something. <laughs> no, no. No? <laughs> no, we have, we've got to find something else. We have to find something okay. else because I'm, I'm just not ready for the Christmas music to take over my life just yet. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be sending you a new Christmas song every day in December. You're welcome. <laughs> no, yes, excellent. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't mind Christmas music too much when it's about to be Christmas time, like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I love Christmas music. Are we talking like the end of like when we're done with Halloween? Then I can start or um get okay. How about like almost to Thanksgiving, like middle okay, of November? Okay. We've got yourself a deal. Yeah, middle of November, and I'll be ready. So, Sarah, do you listen to Christmas music just all year long too? <laughs> no, I every I love Christmas, but I I will start Christmas music. Um, after the World Series is over. Oh, okay, okay, I like that. That's, that's I, good. It's, it's a really random one, but it's something that my roommates and I started in college, and it's continued ever since. Okay, I like well, that. That's a, that's a great way to market. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good yeah. way to to kind of call it uh, like a good. And if yeah. it brings you like, it also I think comes with like habit and tradition and tradition Mm -hmm. kind of brings joy I think totally and you know I for me what happens to me every year is I get up on Christmas day and we listen to Christmas music and then I say to myself oh I like this I wish I had been listening to it all month Mm -hmm. you know so maybe maybe I do need you Caitlin to kind of push me in that direction because I I tend to forget all months that I could be listening to Christmas music so got you yeah so you got me you got me so all right back to planners because we always get off track Um, (laughs) what what is in your planner lineup right now like what are you using right now in your okay you have lots of planners or just the one or how you how are you doing okay um so my main planner is the Erin Condren hourly that's what I can't live without um, my work planner is the Simplified Dapper Desk. I am experimenting with the Daily Duo by Erin Condren. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, it's mainly I just am playing around with it. I haven't decided if I'm going to keep it. Um, I use a teacher planner for my kids' homework assignments when they're in school. Oh, yeah. But, and then I just now um started using the simplified weekly for meal planning oh so nice yeah um and that's that's really it and uh and then i have other ones like i have a monthly that i keep up with like influencer stuff what's launching what date i'm allowed to tease and what date it actually posts but that doesn't really like you know, I might t- have to touch that like once a month, twice a month. 
So I really would con consider that part of my stack. Okay. Um, things like that. Okay. So how is the meal planning going? Have you been doing that for a long time or is it something that's, um, that's like new in your life? No, I have always meal planned. Um, always. And before I used the Erin Condren meal planner and I loved it, but it only had a few weeks at a time. But this yeah. way, when I was doing, when I've been able to use the simplified planner, the weekly one, you can write your meal on one side and then all the ingredients on the other side. And that way, like now that I'm doing more and more online shopping, I can go and get every single ingredient that I need and then go downstairs and check off like, oh, I already have that. Like, I don't need 17 things of nutmeg. Um, <laughs> yes. so, mm -hmm. so I'm really loving that. And it's a whole year. So, you know, oh, that's great. Yeah. That, yeah. So I'm kind of loving that. Yeah. So, okay. We'll see. So you, so you like the simplified planners then? So you enjoy that brand too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've used them for a okay. long time. So where can we get one of those? Is that like at Staples or is that something that we yeah. can order online or? or yeah, you can, can. So there's a. You can get. Is there like um, a. Yeah, you can get them. I think Emily Lay sells them through at a glance at Target and at Office Max. Oh, okay. At a, so so I could get it at Target. Oh, let me see if I can have. Yeah, I think I've seen them at Target before. I think you can. In the yeah. wild. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Nice. So. Okay. Why am I all? Why am I online shopping right now while we're making the show? Like that's the question. That, <laughs> you just you just tripped her trigger. You just got her yeah. excited about another planner. I, yeah. You did. There's and um. Oh look. Um. Target has a lot of pretty planners too. Um. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody feels like just popping over to Target's website and looking at their planners, they have some pretty ones. Um. Well, yeah. I think that that's um the reason why I asked you about meal planning is because that's something that I'm trying to get started doing. Ah, and, um, I've never been very consistent with it. So anytime anyone brings up meal planning, I'm like, Ooh, are you new at this? Or are you experienced? <laughs> or can I, can I bother you in the middle of the week when I'm struggling or <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> because I, yes. I definitely, um, <laughs> am not doing, um, really very well with getting my meal planning done. Yeah. But I think that, uh, I think that it's something that will enhance my life if I could, if I could really mm -hmm. ever do it. Do you do it, Caitlin? Do you meal plan or do you just make kind whatever of. you feel okay. like every day? Well, okay, so we have, okay, it's a long story, so buckle up. Um, so my kids, every, like, third night, um, they get to, like, have a, a stay up late night till, like, 11 if they have, like, done all their chores and not thrown tantrums or whatever. So on their stay up late night, they get to pick, but I kind of give them, they get to pick what's for dinner. So, but I kind of give them, like, a list of, like, what I have in the cabinet so they can choose um, so we kind of go on like a rotation and I, I pretty much know what they're going to pick. Cause I know like their top three favorites. Um, so I kind of have that in my mind, but I don't like, I guess I loosely meal plan. So I have ingredients in my cupboards of things that I could make for like two weeks at a time and in the freezer and stuff, but I don't know like what it's going to be on each specific day, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Well, no, that does make sense. And I think that if I could just have like, here's a list of things that I like to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that that might kind of make it easier or better or different in some way. I think that my, my problem right now is that I don't even have a list of like meals that I like to cook. Yeah. I think what you need to do is you need to start with some like meal delivery service with ingredients. 
So not something that like you just pop in the oven, but like a HelloFresh or like a green, a green chef or like a sun basket or something. And then figure out like what you like out of those recipes and then figure out how to make like variations on those. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think that um, I have done the one I've done the HelloFresh. Um, Sarah, have you done a delivery service before? Have you tried that? I have, I've done HelloFresh. Um, and I really liked it. Um, and then I've done, let's see what did I, I just did freshly, which was already mm-hmm. like individual meals and me and my husband loved those. So you like freshly um, because that's the one that I was thinking that I would try next. Yeah. The only thing is, is that one's just pre-portioned meals. Yeah. So like that would be good for like, if, if you're at work and you need lunch or just you and your husband for dinner, like, I don't think I would do it for my entire family because yeah. my kids probably would just eat half of it and waste it. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking is that I would get the freshly stuff because that would be enough, like just for me. And I wouldn't have to, um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. have to worry about like there being, um, like it would be enough for two, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of having, yeah. instead of, because I feel like that with the HelloFresh and I enjoyed the HelloFresh, but I did find it to be a lot of work for not yeah. a lot of, for not a lot of, um, a lot of like reward at the end. Like, right. the, the meals yeah. were good, but I felt like I dirtied a lot of dishes when I was making mm-hmm. them. And, um, the amount of time that it took me to prepare them versus the amount of time it took me to eat them was not comparable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I felt like I'm eating this in 10 minutes, but it took me 48 minutes to make this food. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that I, I definitely would like to to switch to something where I can just like pull it out of the box and put it into the oven and it's already done. Right. Um. So the freshly meals were good then. They didn't taste like freezer meals or lean cuisine. No, no, I really like them. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'm going to do next then. So I'm going to, I'm going to have that delivered next. So this is not sponsored, but, um, you know, freshly, (laughs) but Hey, if you want to, if you're interested in taking a look at this podcast, like, um, we would love, we would love the opportunity to try your food. Um, (laughs) so, um, well, your planner lineup sounds good. Um, I, I'm, I've been interested in those simplified planners, just because I've seen them, I actually have seen them on some of the We Love Erin Condren stuff in the Facebook groups. Like some mm-hmm. of those, a lot of those people use those planners too. So, yeah. Um, so, um, how I know that this has kind of started to become old news. Um, how, how were you feeling when all of like the Erin Condren stuff went down? And like, we're not going to like harp on that stuff for too long, but, um, you know, like when all of the kind of stuff was happening a month or so ago, how were you feeling about Aaron Condren at that time? Did you have any reservations or did it um, be or like uh, response to all of that stuff that was going on? Well, I guess for me, um, I had already taken a big break from social media due to my family situation, just with my husband being in law enforcement. Um, I I, I just hardened, like, I, I was at the point at that moment, I was ready to walk away from all social media. Um, and obviously I was going to keep planning, but just maybe not ever again, be a public planner. Um, right. 
And it, that was just like, I was just heartbroken. And this was before anything happened with Aaron Condren, but I was personally, I was getting large amounts of hate um, that I just couldn't handle. And, um, and then that happened. So I had chosen to like turn off my notifications and walk away. And then, then one of my really good influencer slash affiliate friends, um, she let me know what had happened. And she said, she said, you need to say something. You need to know what's going on. And, um, and I, so it's like one of those situations that I was like, nothing can get worse. And it was like, it got worse. Uh, And at the same time, like personal family issues were happening. And like, my entire life was like imploding. And I was like, I can't deal with Aaron Condren right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, this very minute, I, you know, I've got explosion in my household. Um, but I knew I had to. So I read it and I, and I agreed with all the other affiliates. You know, we can't kept, keep selling her stuff until we hear more about it. So, you know, that I felt like was the absolute right thing to do. And, um, and then I just kind of stepped away from it. Like I pretty much just turned off my phone um, or at least turned off that account. I have a personal account that I use for like my kids and my own stuff. Um, And that, um, and then just tried to like, I don't know. I tried to get good prayer, you know, get counsel and I talked with um plan Sarah plan mm-hmm. um, she's one of my best um best friends in life and best friends in planner world mm-hmm. her and our our beliefs both line up amongst you know very much the same and um so I just kind of I took a while just trying to figure out how I felt about all of it and you know just you know, trying to decide if I ever wanted to come back to planner world at all ever again. And, you know, I was, but I knew, um, you know, it's that statement, I think that Dave Ramsey says, you know, you don't make big decisions when you're, um, you know, like right after you've in like right after death or right after uh, you've come into a lot of money or I don't know, he has one, these four things and like, after a big trauma and as silly as it sounds to me, this is between what was going on with my husband and his law enforcement family. And this, it was, it was a big trauma to me. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to make any decisions right now. And that's how I felt about it. Yeah. So you were actually receiving hate because your husband is in law enforcement. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was and I think odd. that Leanne can relate to all of the personal stuff going on alongside everything. Right. And that that is my life exploded too at the same time that the planner world did. Um my husband and I separated at the end of May. And yeah. um that was at the same time that George Floyd was killed. 
And that was kind of at the beginning of all of the stuff in the planner community that, you know, was going on. And then, you know, all the stuff with Aaron Condren and just everything that has happened since my husband left. Um, So my personal life has been very, very different um, Mm -hmm. since the end of May. And I have not been in the planner community since then myself. Um, Not so much because I'm trying to avoid anything, but just because I can't find my way back right now. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I am still, you know, I'm, I'm in an Aaron Condren planner and it took me a while to kind of figure out if that's where I wanted to be. And, um, you know, I have, I have really appreciated the response from the company Mm -hmm. and I think that the company is moving in a right direction and they're doing the right thing. And I like the CEO and I just, I think that, you know, they're taking the right steps. Um, so I don't really feel any certain way about like using my planner. I like my planner and it keeps my life in order and it makes me feel good. So Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as like taking photographs of my planner and being back on Instagram, I just don't know when I'm going to be ready to do that. Um, so, you know, I totally get what you're saying about like, I can't deal with all of this right now because I have to deal with my actual life. Right. You know? Yeah. But then, you know, of course, Caitlin and I are still making the show. Right. And I need to know what's going on in the planner world because we're making the show. So I can't like fully just put my head in the sand and exactly yeah. pretend that there's nothing going on because there is it, it is it's while it's not really a part of my real life it is a part of my real life mm-hmm. it's my yes. real life like yes and you know and it just just like for you I mean whether or not you want to acknowledge like that influencer life is actually like a part of our real lives it is like it, it, it is yeah you know, it really is. And not saying that, you know, there's anything. And I know that there are people out there that have said, you know, do we have to continue talking about this Aaron Condren situation? Um, but it still is pretty relevant, I would say. But, but, you know, it's just like it's it's and whether it's relevant or not, talking to each individual opinion on it is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when I when I look at you and I look at your you know, your stuff, like, obviously we don't want for you to go away. Um, right. Never. And, you know, ever. And, you know, but it, it, it makes me very sad to think that you were getting, you know, nasty stuff um, yeah. during that time. And, um, you know, I hope that some of that has kind of subsided. Has that kind of stopped and gone yeah. away or. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have. And, um, it really, I, I'm pretty, of course, I'm, I'm from the South. I'm stubborn and I'm strong. Um, and, you know, if I was 18, I'm sure this stuff would affect me a lot more. But as, you know, when you're 30 something um, and you've had three kids and especially, you know, as we teach our kids how to deal with bullies and online bullies, I mean, I just. I just don't even respond to them. There's somebody in a box that I don't know and I delete them and move on. And that's all they are to me. And I, and I remind myself, even though their words still hurt me, the people that I know and love in this community, they know the truth about me and that's Uh what matters. So that's all I care about. Yes. Yes, exactly. We can, we can definitely say 
from our point of view, you know, with our, like, we have kind of our core listeners Mm -hmm. that, you know, they may not agree with everything that we say, but, you know, when they have some kind of issue with something that we say, they politely come into our DMs and we talk about it like adults. Right. Um, Yep, exactly. And then we have have people on the sidelines. (laughs) Yes. And then we do seem to have, you know, like Caitlin said, there's people on the sidelines that have a tendency, we think, to listen just because they don't like us. And it's it's almost like they're listening just to see, like, if we're going to say something that's like inflammatory or whatever. And, you know, we we just it's it's just been really tough because we've kind of felt like we were under a microscope lately and how we feel is that like, this is our show and we talk to the people that we want to talk to and, you know, we're going to talk to you about what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's kind of like, and it's interesting to us to hear your perspective on how things were for you at that time, because yeah, you know what? Quarantine started in March and we're still having conversations about it. Okay. Yeah, the Aaron Condon stuff happened in June, and now it's August, and we're still having conversations about it because it didn't just go away because some time passed. Right. Um, yep. You know, so I mean, it's just it, things don't just go away. So I don't know. I I think I think that I was we had like kind of a similar. We might have had it like a similar month of June where we kind of took a step back and right. like let our personal lives explode around us and ignore <laughs> the planner community and. Um, yeah. Yeah. Know. So, and are you finding your way back now? Are you, are you, are you yeah. back? Are you, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, we had, we had, um, we had a funeral that we had to deal with that, um, that once we got past from that, I really felt like, okay, I could breathe again. And, yeah. um, then I felt like I started to, you know, really get my, feet under me and enough time had passed since all the postings and all the hate mail. And then I had touched base with all the members of both my real life and in planner community that I really needed to know and talk to by then. And they were all okay with all of my decisions and real supportive. And, um, and I, I was like, okay, we're good. I, the people that I love still love me. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I think that's like what matters at the end of the day, because I mean, no matter what Leanne does post doesn't post, you know, I have her back and she has my back. And we also have like our little core group of friends. Um, Not to say that we don't love everybody in the community on some level, but I mean, like when your core group is there for you, I I think it makes planner land feel that much more safe and exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm And, you know, Caitlin and I don't use the same planner. Yeah. Um, we use different brands of planners and, you know, there's, there's all kinds of different planners out there and the community is, is so varied in the kinds of products that they're using. And we just want for everybody who listens to the show to use what makes them feel happy. Right. And because at um, the end of the day, it's just paper, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like at the, at the end of the day, we don't have to get, angry at each other about paper and stickers. We just really don't. Um, you know, there's especially, especially when, when you look at someone's Instagram and you decide I'm going to send them a nasty DM, like you don't have any idea what is going on in that person's life. 
Yeah. Right. Like I said, I think I said this a couple of episodes ago. Like you watch maybe 15 minutes of somebody's life a day if you watch them on YouTube or maybe even less than that if they're just showing something in their stories or one Instagram post a day. Mm -hmm. So you really don't know what's going on besides the curated life that they're showing you. Yeah. So just yeah. Like, maybe pump the brakes before you decide to like go off on your stories, right. you know? Right. <laughs> yes. And you know, people that spend so much time like making stories that are vague about other people. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just don't understand. Like th- they just don't have any idea what's going on in our real lives. Exactly. And, you know, to be honest, like there were times this summer when I felt like that my life was absolutely falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I remember. Yeah. You know, when I felt like that I had no direction, I had no idea what the future held. I had no idea what was coming up next for me. School was a big question mark. Like even my job was weird. Like everything was so crazy. And then at the same time, we're dealing with people like coming into the podcast DMs because they don't like something that we said are mm-hmm. people that are listening to the show and they don't really like us. And then they post things in their stories about us. And you know, you know what I mean? It's just, like, yep. it just seems like, just hold on a minute. Like you don't have any idea, like, like what my life has actually been like behind right. the scenes of right. the show for the past and the few same, months. And the same for you, Ronald, like nobody like in Plannerland, probably other than people you were close with knew that you were dealing with like a loss in your family they were just coming for you because your husband worked in law enforcement and that just really mm-hmm. stinks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I, it's just, and we have this like belief and we've talked about this. I think, you know, it, we touched on it a little bit in our last mini. So that the planner community is like super supportive and like a very comfy, like unicorns and rainbows kind of jump on jumping down on yes. the cloud kind of place. Exactly. And all of a sudden I felt like this past couple months, it got like really hostile mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was just, it was not, it was not the safe, wonderful place that it had been in the past. But I will say that my personal group of friends, um, which is pretty extensive. I mean, if you look at like, Caitlin, if you look at the people that go to the Zoom meeting, like, right, you know, and the people that always listen to our show and the people that always send us positive DMs and we have some good ones. Yeah, we have some really good ones. And, you know, all of those people have been super supportive of the things that are going on in my personal life. And they check up on me and they make sure that I'm okay, And they're praying for me and all of this stuff. And, you know, what you said, Sarah, about like that core group of friends and like you checked in with them and they were like, we've got your back and we're going to, you know, we're going to continue to support you. It really helps, you know? Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it really helps. And I think that just like in any kind of community, um, even if you're feeling hostility from the community as a whole, when you look at like the people that you've chosen to surround yourself with, when things get really tough, you can kind of tell like who's really going to be there for you in the end. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of, that that has been kind of revealed to me throughout this difficult time is that like, I've lost so many followers over the past couple of months. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And I don't know if it's because I'm not posting or if it's because of things that I'm saying on our show or if it's because I just started rubbing people the wrong way or you know, whatever, but you know, well, it's just, the it's a weird go time. Down, it, yeah, is a, a, it is a weird time. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've even like, we've talked about this, like I've even lost people that I thought were at least planner acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people that were friends, you know, like yeah. people that, that I thought were friends and 
you know, it's just, it's just been a strange, it's just been a strange summer. And, mm-hmm. um, we are celebrating, um, quietly the 50th episode of our show. So Woo! thank you. Ah! Um, thank you, Sarah, for being the 50th regular length episode of our show. Like this is Woo! a big deal. Um, totally. you know, sometimes I can't believe that we have managed to do this 50 times. <laughs> I know because every time I feel like we're like, Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Like when you, so listeners, before, before we started this, Sarah sent me a DM and she was like, um, my Skype is not behaving. And I was like, well, welcome to spice chaos because (laughs) um, nothing works ever. (laughs) Nothing ever works here. And there's always a child in the room and someone is always getting up before they're supposed to. And one of us always has technical difficulties. And, you know, the fact that we have managed to make this many episodes is like some kind of miracle and, mm-hmm. you know, we have, we have done that and we have done that because we have listeners that have stuck with us. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, I think that it's, you know, I think that it's great that, you know, that you are, that you're back and that you're, that you're, you're still feeling it and that, you know, that you can know when you look at your planner, like, okay, this Aaron Condren hourly is what keeps my life together. And I'm going to use this because this is what works for me. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it's just I I had a really tough, you know, I had a really hard time making my planner decision. And, you know, I use an Erin Condren life planner. I use a horizontal life planner. Okay. And um, that horizontal life planner, that works for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like it keeps me together. Um, So speaking of friends, one of the things that you mentioned when you kind of came into the community was that you noticed that a lot of the influencers – you know, were either stay at home moms or like work from home moms or, you know, maybe not the same kind of working mom that you are. Have mm-hmm. you, have you now at this point made friends with people that are like working moms? Is that something that, that you've managed to do and, um, you know, surround yourself with other moms that are kind of in the same situation that, that, that you are, that, you know, that Caitlin and I are in and that, um, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I definitely think that I've tended to draw those kind of people to me just because I've been really vocal about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to miss. Like, if you go on my Instagrams, I'm like, as a full-time working mom, it's like, um, <laughs> I mean, because it can be almost isolating. Like, even in my kids' school, I can sometimes I'm the only full-time working mom in the entire class. Now, granted, it's a lot of these are small classes, but everywhere I go, sometimes it can be isolating. Um, so I definitely feel like a lot of um, a lot of my planner friends are all full time working women. Um, and that has helped me tremendously that way. I, you know, because I remember looking at a lot of these planners and it was like laundry 2 p.m. And I was like, OK. Um, now that we're all home, yes, I can do laundry at 2 p.m., but I'm like, I can't do laundry at 2 p.m. I have a conference meeting at 2 p.m. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, I was like, that's, is there anybody out there for someone like me or for somebody who has a desk job, you know, eight to five? Like, that planner's going to look really blank. Um, and I do think there are far more of us now, like, that, are vocal and are bigger and they're out there than, than there were when I started. Yeah. Um, and you're absolutely right. Like if you have a job where you go to your office from nine to five, 
I mean, that's eight hours of your day in your planner that you don't have anything to write except work. You're mm-hmm. going to work. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you have a work planner where you're actually writing down the things that you need to do every day while you're at your job. But a lot of yeah. us keep that separate from our everyday, yeah. like day-to-day planner. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, that, that definitely does, you know, make a difference. Um, so I, I, I think that especially as a teacher, it's real easy for me to just throw into my, into my planner while I'm working from three to, you know, from eight to three. Um, mm. But there's so much more going on during that time. But no, I'm not doing laundry at two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen a lot of those planners. And I, I think that, you know, talking about it being isolating. Have you felt that, Caitlin? Have you have you are a lot of your friends stay at home moms? I would say like when I first became a mom, either my friends were not in that stage of life because I had my daughter when I was 21 (laughs) or um, they were stay at home moms. Like they had, you know, planned to stay at home. And I was one of the only ones that was like, I am a working mom. I wanted to be a teacher, like went to get my master's for a reason. Um, So I felt, I did feel like I was kind of one of the only ones. And I, I feel like as the years have gone by, either I've accumulated them or, they have been like drawn to me also maybe, or maybe there's more of them. I don't know, but I feel like they're, I think, I feel like the balance is more split now. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I'm with you, Caitlin. I felt like when I first became a mom that Mm -hmm. almost all of the friends that I was meeting, like for instance, we sent my son, we didn't send him to like a full-time daycare because my parents Mm -hmm. were around to help us with him. Yeah, but, same. That's but, what we did with we Delilah wanted, until she was two. Yeah, so we wanted for him to be socialized with other children. So mm-hmm. he went to a church like three days a week that had a like kind of mom's morning out kind of yes. here that was from like nine <laughs> totally. to one. Brian used to take Delilah to that while I was at work. Yes, so he would go from nine to one and he made friends there. Right. So because he made friends there, we were getting invites to their birthday parties and to their little events and things. And I, you know, developed this core group of moms from that church that I was friends with. And I was the only one in that group that had a job outside of the home. Okay. Let's, let's, let's clarify. If your job is to stay at home and take care of your house, that is a job sister. Okay. Like there is no, (laughs) there, there's no debating that that's not a job, but what I'm saying is that like, they were doing laundry at two o'clock in the afternoon and they mm-hmm. were like packing these adorable little bento box lunches while I was like tossing in a Capri <laughs> so Sun and a cheese stick. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like they, they were doing all of these adorable things. And then like we would show up for, you know, all of these play dates and events and everything. And I felt like that I did not look like I had it together the way they did. Um, right. Oh, yeah, because, that was that was exactly my feeling, too. I was like, OK, I'm just this hot mess mom that barely gets dinner on the table, like mm-hmm. barely. And they have like, you know, like you said, those cute little bento box lunches and that kind of thing. But what I had to learn and one of my friends, so her name is Keely, and she is very like if I think I'm crafty, she has more craft than I could ever have in her entire body. Like She is just she is uber talented. And so she told me that she would get that reaction from a lot of moms and she doesn't do those things to be out there like shaming people or whatever. She does it because it's like within her that she needs to like do all of those things. Yes. And 
I know that these women who I became friends with, I love them. Like this yeah. is not, you know, like they, they are awesome women mm-hmm. and they never said or did anything that made me feel bad about myself. Right. Um, but you know, they showed up to like functions at the kids' schools, like when the Easter bunny would come, like they would go and take pictures and all this kind of stuff. And I, I still, I don't go to a lot of school functions. My parents go and kind of stand in for me because I can't always get there and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just, I look at, I look at this and I just, it is very isolating. I completely agree with you, Sarah, that that is how it definitely feels. Um, and now I have kind of my, my core group of friends, especially in the planner community, we are all working moms and, Mm -hmm. um, we do all sometimes kind of feel like a hot mess. I don't know if that, if you can relate to that because you may have it all together, Sarah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I drove my kids. For instance, I posted this last year on Instagram. The second day of school last year, I drove my kids to my work. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Okay, so yeah. you are just like us then. Yeah, um, yes, relatable. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I just I can't. I'm the mom who doesn't remember that it's picture day. I'm the mom. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm the mom that doesn't remember that it's wacky socks day. I don't remember that it's pajama day. I mean, I can't tell you the guilt. How many times, like my no. son has come home and said, everybody else had on their jammies and I had on my regular clothes and I felt so bad and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. And now Daniel is nine years old. And here is what he says to me now. He's like, mom, could you just read an email? (laughs) (laughs) That, that is what, that is what he says. Could you just read the email? Like just read the email and write it down. Pajama day. It's not that that hard. So good. And I'm like, okay, well, next time you're a mom, you let me know how easy it is. Like, okay. (laughs) Like you tell me how easy this mom thing is because you seem to know that that's all you got to do is read an email and write it down. And then it just happens. Um, you know, heaven forbid you have to hunt the whole house for like some pajamas that match that you would be okay for your kid to wear in public. (laughs) Exactly. Um, you know, and I think that school pictures are precious when they look like they've been forgotten just a little bit. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Like a little Ramona Quimby, right? You know, like, okay, so we didn't comb her hair today. Like what do you, so what? Like she's six years old. Like she'll be fine. Like it's just, this is what she looked like on this day in 2020. (laughs) Why are we? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, if the pictures are truly a fundraiser for the school, I'm still going to buy them. Right. Uh, Exactly. Like, it's not like I'm not going to buy the pictures just because I forgot to put her in a fancy dress today. Like, I'm still going to buy the, the, the pictures. So just just calm down, everybody. Right. <laughs> um, like, yes, you are still allowed to take my daughter's picture, even though she's not dressed like a pretty, pretty princess today. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think um, it's just it's it's hard out here for moms. It's hard for it's I think it's probably hard for the stay at home moms too in a way that we don't really understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, like there's a lot of like I feel like I almost understand a little bit of both of that like being a work at home mom because I mean I do get to I mean I get to have like my colleagues and like we get to talk and sometimes I actually go in and like have a meeting with them and stuff but I also I definitely feel that like isolation and when my husband is working outside of the home like being with kids all day long or like arranging my schedule to be like the primary parent can be pretty exhausting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, and we have all kind of been surrounded by our children for this really, really good lengthy period of time now that we've been quarantined. Yes. 
lots of quality time lots of quality time with the kids and um it it is definitely it is definitely different i think i think that that the the stay-at-home mom world could be kind of lonely too Mm -hmm. yeah Um, oh yeah uh, maybe just being a mom is lonely Maybe yeah. that's just kind maybe of that's like it. the condition of being a mom is that, you know, we, I feel like that there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and that we judge each other really harshly. And, um, you know, our, our last episode that we did, our last mini-sode was all about like people in the community that, that talk about how they support other women. And then they really don't in the back, mm-hmm. like they, they say on their, their public profile that they're like, that they support women and then behind the scenes, they really don't support women. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, you know, if you look outside of the planner community into the mom community, I think that there's probably a lot of that happening in there, too. I would say mm-hmm. it's more so. Yeah, that they are very much like, oh, yes, babes support babes. But then, you know, heaven forbid you give them goldfish instead of Annie's bunnies. And then you're the worst <laughs> mom in the world. Right. Seriously. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I just I, I think that the, the way that moms judge each other. Um, especially considering that we don't judge our husbands quite so harshly. Yeah. Um, you know, when they, when, when, when the husbands show up at school with the cupcakes, then they get all this praise. But when mom shows up with the cupcakes, it's like, oh, well here, you're finally here. Right. Exactly. Or when dad like mismatches the outfit, it's like, oh dad, that's just how you dress up. You can't see what matches and what doesn't. (laughs) Oh dad. Oh dad. Dad's so, dad's so silly. He doesn't know anything. Right. Jeez. Um, so how's your husband? Is he good at dressing your kids, Sarah? Uh, yeah, he actually is. Um, he, he probably was better at it than I was, but I would buy the clothes and I would always buy, when they were small, I would buy the um, sets of everything. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was pretty easy on them. But now that my son's a teenager or almost a teenager, um, he wants, my husband's trying to like get him to not dress like fashionably. Well, you dress classic. And my son is like, no. So (laughs) that's going to be interesting. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm dreading that. I'm so dreading yeah. that because like right now I can go to, I can, I can go to the store and I can buy like eight pairs of jeans for each kid and like eight t-shirts and they just put on jeans and t-shirts every day and they're fine. Um, they don't question me. They don't question like, they just, my daughter thinks everything I bring home for her is adorable. She just loves it. Um, but there's going to be a time when they're going to want to pick out their own clothes and that's going to be really annoying. Um, See, clothes are one thing that don't bother me. Like, I was the parent that, like, if my, like, because I have a very strong-willed Scorpio daughter, um, and so I had to learn (laughs) from a very early age that I was just living in Delilah's world (laughs) um, and, like, kind of guiding her. And so if she wanted to pick out a mismatched outfit, like, I had to learn that that was not a battle that I was going to pick with her. And even to this day, like, she, (laughs) this girl and her style, I love it. Um, But I feel like clothes are like kind of a a small thing that kids can control a little bit and so for me if I can let them have that it it makes my life a little bit easier no that yeah that makes sense but yeah you guys with your teenagers you're almost teenagers (laughs) oh buddy yeah Yeah, I I know I I know well I'm almost to 10 I almost have a teenager 
Yeah. And, well, and um, why did I have a preteen and a toddler at the same time? Like, why did we think that was a good idea? Yeah. Why did you do that, Caitlin? I've, I've often wondered oh my myself. Um, yeah. That's a know. story for another day. <laughs> but I will say it was intentional. It was planned out that way. <laughs> well, you know what we always say on the show, that first one tricks you into thinking that you need more. Uh, it's very true. Um, I don't know, Sarah, if that was your experience, but my first baby was super easy and we were like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's have another one. And then our second one was like, surprise, your life sucks now. Right. Delilah uh, didn't get spicy until she was after 10. Like when Delilah was a toddler, like a baby toddler, she, her favorite activity was this bowl of rocks that we had like in the front room. She would take them out one by one and then put them all back quietly. She would just sit there and do that for hours. <laughs> Yeah, and she, yeah, and she could do that. She could do that. She could entertain yes, herself for hours. Exactly. But then as soon as you introduce that sibling, all of a sudden they can never be alone again. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So what? What was it like for you? Did are yours like um, super different, or like was one baby easier than another? I can't imagine having three. Well, the funny thing with us is we wanted to really close together. So we had my son and he wasn't, um, he wasn't super easy, but he was colicky. But as soon as we got him on the right formula, he was great. Um, and then nine months later, um, I got pregnant with my daughter so that they would be a year and a half apart, which is a little bit closer than I wanted. Um, but that worked out fine. So we had, uh, two babies a year and a half apart. We loved it. A boy and a girl. And, wow. Yeah. I was like, this is great. A boy and a girl, and we're done. And yeah. nine months later, <laughs> um, <laughs> I got pregnant with another little girl. And um, I cried. I feel so awful oh. saying I cried, but I kept saying, I already have two babies. I already have two babies. (laughs) And um, so she was born and she, her birth was horrible. Like I had to do an emergency C-section. And I I don't mean like emergency. It was like life or death. Um, By the time they realized it was an emergency, she was out within 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, Like that kind of emergency. Um, but yeah, so it was quite, I I won't get into it on here, but it was quite an interesting birth story. But then she ended up having blonde hair, blue eyes. I have brown hair, brown eyes. Her dad has black hair and green eyes. So, um, she's our very special one. Um, but she is, she was, she was born with hip dysplasia, but the happiest baby ever. And so... Even though it was a trying few years get, getting them through that, we she's the spunkiest baby ever. She was always happy and sparkly, and no matter all of her surgeries and therapy, therapies she went through, she was the happiest one ever. So I wouldn't go, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, of course. So um, I had a friend whose baby had hip dysplasia. Did she have a brace? No. Did she, they no? Didn't, no, they did not discover hers until about a year and a half. Um, I noticed it actually. She didn't start walking until she was over a year old. And I noticed she walked different. And the doctor was like, I don't see it, but I trust you. So why don't we get an x-ray? 
And then when they x-rayed her, her hips were completely out of the sockets. Um, oh, wow. And, oh. Yeah, they were, yeah. They said, we don't even know how she's walking. Um, so we had to do, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different surgeries so far. Um, and she she's all done now. She's perfectly healed up, healthy little girl. Um, and she would have body cast after her surgeries that she would wear. Um, and uh, she's a she's a trooper. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Wow. That, is a, that yeah. is a really that is a crazy story. Um, yeah. 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 She is the, a special little lady. She is a yeah. special girl. The the my friend whose baby had hip dysplasia, they discovered it really early, like two months. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, Emily, had a brace that she wore for three months after they discovered it. And they think that that fixed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually mm-hmm. it can be found pretty quick. But yeah. nope. Hannah had to learn to walk three times. <laughs> oh, my baby, wow. my baby girl is Hannah, oh. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. She, had to, she had to learn to walk three times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Bless her heart. Well, she's a trooper. So she's outside. I think I think she's actually outside on the trampoline right now. Oh, (laughs) there she goes. She's just fun. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Medicine is amazing, isn't it? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, a hundred years ago, if you had hip dysplasia, there was probably nothing they could do. Uh -uh. Yeah, you're just living Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. So, um, you Caitlin, guys, do you know what how time are you enjoying is? your subscription? <gasps> I think I do. Company. What time uh, is it? I love it. it. Currently we can't leave the house time. right now. It's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes. And I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website. So I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Ah, yes, we want to run down what you're currently doing. We want to know all of the things that you're currently eating, reading, listening to all the things. (laughs) Okay. Um, So yes, we are nosy and we want to know all that stuff. So um, did you prepare? Like, are you ready? Are you like ready to go? Or are you just going to kind of fly off the handle here? I'm somewhat (laughs) prepared and somewhat not prepared. Okay. That sounds like us. (laughs) Okay. Yep. That's the way we run the show. So you are, you should feel right at home right here. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're going to get started with what are you reading right now? Um, Find Your Path by Carrie Underwood. 
I'm trying to get healthier and so far she's not annoying me. So I like it. <laughs> yes. I kind of like Carrie Underwood, like as a person, I feel like she's right? like, she's like, I, I don't, she's not like aggressive or mean, but she like right. tells it like it is, you know? Yeah. 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 And for somebody who has access to money, who could literally have someone do everything for them, she mm-hmm. seems to do a lot of it herself. So I yeah, like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, so. she's, she seems to me like a very normal person. Right. I agree. Maybe that's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah. And I think that that's because like, she was just a regular person right. before she did American Idol. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a lot of that kind of like being a normal person that I think would be hard to shake off once you become a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's people that become celebrities when they're really young and they never kind of experience like what it's like to be a normal adult. But she was kind of already, I don't want to say she was older. I mean, she was, she was kind of already an adult when she became an American Idol. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what was she like, 19? or? I mean, she was old enough that she... Yeah, you know, a young she, adult for sure. She knew how to do her laundry. She knew how to cook <laughs> her own food, you know? Like exactly. She, right. She, she, wasn't, she wasn't like... I don't think she was one of those ones that was like in high school. Now, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. If you are like an American Idol aficionado <laughs> and you know yeah, like... Let us know. Yeah, you can let me know. Or if you're like Carrie Underwood's biggest fan and you know more about her than I do, it's possible <laughs> that you do. Um but I watched her season of American Idol because I was like all into Same. that show um, that the years that she was on there. And um, mm-hmm. no, I love her. And I can't tell you how many times that I just kind of look up and say, all right, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like what? a pop culture thing now. It is. It, has, it is like woven into the fabric of society. Jesus, take the wheel. Because that is something that, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us need to learn how to let go and let God. And that that song is. You know, even though it's an older song and it was like her first big hit, like it's it still resonates with a lot of people, I think. Um, totally. And it's, all, it's always helpful when you aren't irritated by the person who wrote the book that you're reading. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there have been times when I've read self-help books or, bi- you know, things that are written by people that are supposed to be biographies or autobiographies and they do yeah. irritate me. So yeah. I was actually very annoyed by Rachel Hollis from Girl, Wash Your Face. Yeah, like, I was too. The yeah. entire time. And I was like, can you just, can you just not? And there was, and I think the reason was because she was putting up a front because come to find out, I mean, she's getting a divorce. So there was obviously more to her story that was going on in the background. So I I just feel like her life wasn't quite as picture perfect as she was painting it. Uh Yeah, I know. And I I think that part of my, part of my, my biggest issue with that book was the fact that I was listening to it on, on Audible and maybe yes, I didn't her voice. hear it in Rachel Hollis's voice. I think maybe Rachel <laughs> yeah. Hollis's voice itself made it more aggravating for me. Maybe. Um, I think that's, I actually think so too, because I did the same. I was listening to it on Audible as well. Yeah. And I just, you know, I started trying to read it on my own and then I realized I wasn't going to have time. So I, I started listening to it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that I would probably get along better with Carrie Underwood's voice. I think that Carrie Underwood <laughs> would be, yeah, she would be, she would be less, less irritating to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so what is next, Caitlin? Okay. Um, what are you planning? I almost called you Ronald. <laughs> you, you have. I almost did. Yeah, you, you have. You have called her Ronald one time have on the I show. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh, I'm that's okay. 
ready. I'm running on very little sleep right now. So the fact that I'm present right now, I'm sorry. Sarah, what Um, are you planning right now? (laughs) Like, I guess, mm, well, I don't know how to take this. Like planning, planning, or planning is life planning. Okay. Um, Yeah, however you interpret it. Like, do you have a trip planned? Are you planning to like redecorate your house or clean out a closet? Or like, what are you planning? (laughs) Oh, I know. I'm planning today, much to my husband's dismay, to decorate my house for fall. Yes. Yeah. So here in Southwest Virginia, Mm-hmm. Um, I get away with it because we're big football people here. Mm-hmm. So I decorate for fall slash football. Oh, um, yes. And yes, yeah, so that's how I get away with early decorating. Because normally, like, we would be starting right around preseason. And college football is big around where I'm at. And so for preseason NFL, and then our college students would be coming back. And so that's how I get away with it. So I'm planning to decorate for fall and he hates it. Oh, why does he hate it so much? Um, because he hates all, and everything too early. So, oh, okay, okay. but you know, yeah. So he, but he doesn't, he loses. Like I said, I mean, I keep a Christmas tree up all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so like as soon as Halloween's over, Christmas goes up and he's like, ugh. And then after Christmas goes over, winter goes up. So he's just, he's like, I can't with all the decorations. So, <laughs> um, but see, I don't understand because like when fall, when fall happens, like you can leave that up for like three months or something. Yes. Like, that's good. That's good. Yes. Solid decorating like that. Yes. I think is, that is, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Like, yeah. Because winter comes like what around Thanksgiving or maybe like uh, yeah I mean yeah. yeah well and normally I take down fall and put up Christmas because my brother lives in Canada and he comes here at Thanksgiving and wants to do Christmas but my brothers can't come in this year because of COVID so mm-hmm. we'll so our fall decorations this year will go all the way until right at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how I do things too. I think yeah. it sounds. I think it sounds right. And look, we're all ready for things to start transitioning into something else. Yes. Right? Like I am ready for fall and Christmas and all of the things. That is right. my favorite. That's like mm-hmm. my prime season. Some people look forward to summer all year long. No. I look forward to rain and like warm coffee and big sweatshirts and cozy right. jeans. And I look forward to that all year long. The yeah. only. Like I will tell, I will say the only time you can tell me I'm too early is if I somehow beat Michael, then I'm too early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I would imagine that Michael's has all the fall things ready. And already. they do. Like, they do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think that's a great plan. Um, they might even have Halloween on the shelf. <laughs> they might. They very well might because everyone is so ready for all of this stuff to come on because it's like these last four months of the year, like we're all just bracing ourselves for what the, what's going to happen next. Like, right. uh, like oh, what geez. is like, what is coming? And then, you know, today for there to be an earthquake here, I'm just like, Oh no, like what's really coming next? Like everything is crazy. Um, 
But yeah, um, I think that that's totally like a great plan for today is to go ahead and decorate for fall. And the last couple days here in Charlotte, I think, have been a little cooler. So um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say like it being, you know, the early part of August that we're getting closer. But, you know, I'm I'm starting to see like the light at the end of the tunnel. And um, I'm like you, Caitlin. I want to put more clothes on, please. Can I please? (laughs) Gosh, can I please put my fall clothes on? Like I'm ready to be wearing (laughs) my boots and my, my fall colors and my fall wardrobe is so much cuter than my summer one. Can I just, I mean, yeah. It's been like 55 in the mornings here lately. So it's been like a little crisp and kind of cool. And so I've been wearing like a sweatshirt in the morning and I'm like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> I know. I know. I keep looking at my hoodies like our time will come. Don't worry. Don't worry, hoodies. <laughs> You're like stroking your boots. <laughs> I know. I saw my boots in the closet the other day and I did a double take. I was like, do I put these on or do I wait? <laughs> With your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of clothes, the uh, the listening audience will be so happy to hear this. And I'm sorry, Sarah, for this taking over of your episode. Oh, no worries. But, um, okay, so all during quarantine since March, we've been making jokes about the fact that all I've worn since then was leggings. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin keeps saying, you've got to put your jeans on because leggings can lie. You've got to they put can. your jeans on because <laughs> leggings give you a false sense of security. Like... <laughs> You wear your leggings and they're stretchy and you don't realize that like your body is going through certain changes because you're sitting around at home in quarantine all the time. Well, the other night I was like, all right, I'm putting on my jeans. I'm just going to do it. it. I'm just going to get my (laughs) jeans out and I'm just going to put them on. And I am so excited to let everyone know that my jeans still fit like a glove. Round of applause for you. Yes. So I did manage to get through all of quarantine and all of this time and my leggings and my jeans still fit just fine. So yes, I was worried because I have had a lot of post-fates in the last couple of months. So I wasn't really sure about how my jeans were going to fit, but everything's good. Everything seems to be in working order here. I had a jean catastrophe, (laughs) not to like only talk about jeans. But I have loved these, like, jeans that I got from a Dia & Co. box a while ago, like, several years ago. And I bent over the other day, and they ripped right in half. Oh, and no. So, and so then I had to, you know, go on the journey of buying new jeans. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy some chic soul jeans because I love everything else from them. So why the heck not? And I bought two pairs, and they fit like a glove, and I... I'm in, I'm in jeans again. But Yay, so jean sad. heaven. Yay. Yeah, I so, so sad. Sarah, have you been wearing a lot of pants during this time, or are you in a legging <laughs> situation? Uh, mainly, uh, mainly leggings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have tried to, I probably worked out more. I'm not super healthy, but I have one of my husband's um, honeydew things while we were gone for a little while was a home gym. So he built mm-hmm. a very small home gym. And so I have worked out a lot. So I mainly stay in workout clothes because I feel like if I just get in them, then at some point in the day, even if I just walk on the treadmill, then I'm done. So yes, yes. Excellent. So, okay. All right. So we obviously need to stop talking about jeans, but I just wanted for everyone to know that my jeans still fit. So those of you who are worried about me, my jeans jeans are good. So staying in the same realm a little bit, um, Sarah, what are you eating? What have you been eating lately? Um, A lot of everything. (laughs) Uh, um, I do 
I like to cook. So I'll eat. We do a lot of um, summer grilling. Like, so pretty much any meat you can grill and vegetables you can grill. That is just pretty much our standard everyday menu in the evening. So like uh, salmon or steak or chicken and zucchini and squash, uh, corn. That's kind of, we just kind of rotate that every night of the week and mix it up. And that is it. And that means dad has to cook it. Yeah. The man on the grill. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So. Oh, I love grilled vegetables too. I love that. Yes. Oh, that sounds so good. But that's not bad for you though. Like that's not Mm -hmm. bad. Like that's good for you. It is. Yeah. I mean, I just. I watch, um, I won't eat red meat, like I'll eat small portions of red meat, but, and I'll devour all the vegetables. Yeah. So. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah I love I that. Love that. Um, all right. What's next, Caitlin? Okay. Let's see. What is next? Oh, I hear babies in the background. Uh, Harrison is currently mad because he is not getting to have chips for breakfast. <gasps> no chips for breakfast. <laughs> Come on, mom. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Harrison, you got to be quiet, bud. I hear you. We're not having chips right now. The the other moms agree with me. Hang on, hang on a second. Okay. I'll I'll I got it. I got it. Kate. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, Sarah, what are you loving? Um. I guess. Um. Gosh. <laughs> Is that a hard one? That our church reopened today. I'm loving that. Oh, that's that so was exciting. A, yes. So we were able to actually go and have church. And our church holds, I don't know, it holds 800 to 900. And there was only a fraction there today. And so only your little people, only your family can sit together. And only every other row is open. And you have to wear your mask and, you know, sanitize in, sanitize out. Um, but just being in person, even all spread out, was such a good feeling. So I'm loving that. Oh, that is so exciting. Yeah, it's funny because when you when we called you and you were like looking all pretty and everything and you were like, yeah, well, I just got back from church. It seemed so normal for you to say that. Yeah. yeah. It, didn't, it, it didn't even cross my mind that no, no one has been in church in months. Yeah. And so, yeah. That is so exciting to get to be back at church. Yes. Today was our first in-person service it was yes great. okay so well I hope that it was like exactly what you needed yeah it was great yeah because I know that it's been a long time since people have been able to go so yeah uh, that was probably that probably felt really good mm-hmm. um so Caitlin have you handled your Harry situation or are we are we're, you we're still this? working on it we're, we're still, still working, working on, on, on it okay no problem no problem all right so Sarah what are you dreaming right now like like, what are your plans for the future? Do you have any, like, big dreams or goals? Um, I am dreaming. Okay, this might sound silly, but I had plans for next year. Um, a big dream, really, was my sister's 40th birthday was next year. And her dream was to go to Scotland. And so Ooh. I'm still dreaming of making that possible. So a couple of my planner oh, girls awesome. are all supposed to go. We're all we're all supposed to go and take my sister and do a mini European, just like Scotland, England, 
France kind of thing. Um, yeah, I've fun. done that exact same okay. trip. I've yeah. been on that exact same trip. Yeah. So uh -huh. my, I guess that would be my dream is that it's still going to be possible. I don't know. It might have to wait maybe fall of next year, but that somehow, yeah. some way that will still be possible. But we're still planning it. I mean, we're still kind of getting itineraries together and roughly where we want to stay and how long we want to stay. But um, that is my dream, I guess. Oh, I that sounds it. like an amazing dream. I was in yes. Scotland once in college and I loved it and I would love to go back. I um, love it there so much. Edinburgh, Scotland was like yes. my, one of my favorite yeah. cities yes. in That's where the I was world. Too. Yes. Oh my gosh. No, you have got to go. I hope that y'all can make that happen. Yep. Scottish people are like some of the nicest people in they the entire are, world. I, I love that. I love it. I can attest to that, especially coming mm -hmm. from, especially coming straight from France like we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that French people aren't lovely, but they just weren't quite as nice to us as the people oh. who are in Scotland. Nope. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, they think it seems like everyone is family. Um, uh, yeah. yeah I, have, I have a whole Scotland story that I'll tell one day, but yeah, yes. I loved it. I love, I love it there. So no, that's a great trip because, um, you know, getting over to France is easy from the UK mm -hmm. and um, it's like an hour and a half long train ride. So I think that, you know, that's, that sounds like an awesome trip. Um, our trip was only like 10 days. Mm -hmm. So we did like three days in one place, three days in another, and then three days in the other place. And then we, you know, the, the rest of our days were for travel. And um, no, I think that, um, you know, England and Scotland and France are like, that's like the trifecta. Like, that's a great trip. Yeah. I hope that you guys, I yeah. hope you guys get to do that. I really do. Thank um, you. I hope so too. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good dream to have. So right. we approve. We approve here. You totally <laughs> approve. <laughs> um, all right. Well, all right, Caitlin, are you ready? All are you good? I'm ready. How, I'm ready. Hold on. How is he? How is he? Did he recover from his ship devastation? Chilling. He's chilling on the couch. We're not going to oh. talk about it because we're not going to we're not going to okay. make it happen again. So. All right. All right. Good. good Don't good, poke good. the bear. Don't poke okay. the bear. Understood. Okay. Understood. <laughs> I never thought I'd be afraid of a four-year-old, but here we are. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Sarah, what are you feeling right now? Um, I guess in life, I'm going to say I'm feeling apprehensive. Um, my office is, like, starting back up slowly. It's kind of do everything as normal, but nothing is normal. Um, and then, of course, my kids' school is starting. So, and our college students are coming back. So my anxiety is a little high, so I'm going to say feeling apprehensive. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah. I, I feel all of that too. Yeah. Yep. I think that there's a lot of us that are right there with you because that's, yeah. I, I'm feeling um, a lot of that too. And um, Like I'm so hopeful, you, but. Yeah. Yes. That everything's going to go very smoothly and things will kind of just be, just be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate well, to say you, it, but some of my hope is waning. <laughs> I kept saying yeah. at the beginning of when all of this was happening, oh, oh, it'll be fine by this time. Oh, you know, we'll be able to go to go wild at this time and all of that. And as this continues to go on, I'm like, well, we're around <laughs> a little bit longer than we anticipated. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, we're coming up on, I mean, what is this? Six months at the end of six August will be, yeah. be six months of this. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think that we're all tired and that we're all ready to just, I'm I just really miss my routine. <laughs> I, I'm, I miss, I miss being able to go like, let's say, let's say I'm leaving for work in the morning and I want to stop at the gas station and just get a Red Bull. 
Uh-huh. Well, now I'm terrified to go into the gas station because you know that that's where the Rona lives. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know that if you're going to get the coronavirus, it's going to be at the 7-Eleven, like right next to your house. And that that's, yes. that that's what's going to happen. So, you know, my routine has totally changed. I've only been back to work for two days, but both of the days that I went back, I was like nervous driving there because I, I was like, okay, can I stop at my regular places where I usually stop? Like, can, can I, can I be my regular self? Um, right. You know, going into my school building and they're taking my temperature and I, I left my classroom one time to go to the bathroom and I didn't have my mask on and I had to run back to my classroom and get it because I didn't want to get caught in the hall with no mask on. And, right. you know, it's just, it, things are just so, so scary. And, um, yes, I, I think that, I think that you're absolutely right. That just do everything as normal, but nothing as normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's that whole feeling of like, you're doing like almost nothing at home, but like, you feel like you're doing everything because you have like all your kids home and your work responsibilities and your cleaning responsibilities. And it's all just like right there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like I've been way busier these past six months than I ever had been. Right. I am exhausted. I'm so yeah. tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> tired. So no, we get it. We, t- we totally, we're feeling that too. Um, so what are you listening to? Um, well, I just watched, I'm way behind for the first time. Um, like everyone, I watched Hamilton while on vacation. So, yep. I'm obsessed with the Hamilton soundtrack. I have yet to watch it. I have yet to watch it. So you're not, you're not as far behind as I am. Okay. So I love it. And then, um, I'm a country music girl, so and I live for the Spotify playlist that does like the hidden like nobodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll always dig until I find like that playlist where it's it's all these up and comers that you've never heard of. And like I was listening to like Sam Hunt before anyone in the world knew who Sam Hunt was. Oh yeah. Um, so like I love that playlist. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of fun stuff. Awesome. Well, um, Caitlin, what are, are you listening to anything right now that's interesting? I am. Oh, let's see. I think I'm still listening to that Taylor Swift album. <laughs> I'm just like have that on a loop um, uh, because yeah. why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I was just listening to a podcast. I don't know though. It's not showing up. It's showing um, the Secret Life of Pets two soundtrack on my Spotify. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm, that's about mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. How about you? Okay. Anything good? Um, you know that all I listened to was that new Taylor Swift album. <laughs> and cry. And cry. I just sit at home and listen to that album and cry. It's um, true. It's almost like she just opened up my head and figured out what I needed for her to write and then just wrote it and said, here's a here's a new album for you, Leanne. Like, <laughs> She's killing you softly with her song. <laughs> she definitely is. Um, but um, yeah, that, that song Cardigan mm-hmm. is like, that is like my song for myself right now. Like it's just, yes. oh my gosh. I just, I love, I love every, I love almost every song on the album. And uh-huh. it's, it's also prompted me to go back to some of her older albums and listen to some of her older stuff because I really didn't listen to her much when she sang country music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, didn't, I didn't really either. Like, there was a few songs that I listened to, but not so until I, she was like country pop. Yeah, so I have been. So now she's like all the way pop, and she's no country. Mm-hmm. And I have gone back and like listened to her country albums, and I just 
I'm like a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, I don't even care who knows it. I know, me too. <laughs> Same. And I actually really adore Katy Perry. Like, oh, I don't care Katie who Perry. I don't oh, care who knows yeah. that I love Teenage Dream. Like, I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and Katy Perry is on American Idol now. And she's pregnant. Oh, is she pregnant too? Oh, yeah, with exciting. Orlando Bloom's baby. Oh Jealous. my gosh! <laughs> Don't we all wish that we were pregnant with Orlando Bloom's baby? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be a cute baby. Right. Uh-huh. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Child. Yes. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine its eyes? I can't even oh. imagine. I can't wait to see it. I Give me that baby, Katie. Give me that baby. Mm-hmm. Let's have a baby, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having yeah, any more babies. Baby. Yeah, oh. the shop is closed over here. <laughs> I know. I get the same reaction from every guest. Every guest is like, no, I'm not having nah. any babies. No, no. <laughs> Leanne will displace her baby fever onto me. She'll be like, are you having another baby? Like, Harrison's only four. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Just stop it. Well, it's because it's crossed my mind in the past few months that it would be kind of cool to have another baby. <laughs> For somebody else to have another baby. <laughs> but I don't really want to keep the baby. Like, I just... <laughs> You know, like, like it would be kind of fun, like to be pregnant for a few minutes and people to be like, oh, what do you do? Like, oh, is this your, is this your first? Like, oh, it's so exciting for you to be pregnant. And everybody like thinks that you're like this awesome like creature because you're pregnant. (laughs) And, you know, then, you know, you get to have that precious, beautiful baby. But then that first night that you can't sleep because it's crying, I'm just want to be like, nope, I'm done now. Okay, (laughs) never mind. Um, JK just kidding I didn't mean this at all Um, (laughs) who's coming to come pick up their kids soon like are you on your way (laughs) when is his mom coming to pick him up um um, yeah so so I don't I don't really mean it that I want another baby it's just like something happens when you know that it's like about time for the shop to be officially done right (laughs) you know like I'm creeping up against the side of 40 now um, because, yes, we all know, are. Yes, yeah. well, no, you're not, Caitlin. You've still got years to go. I but am. Like, no, the listeners know <laughs> that I, I mean, well, I'm 38. So, you know, I mean, I'm knocking at 40's door. Like, I'm, well, I'm, it's looking out the peephole at me. It sees me standing out there, like, <laughs> ready for me to come in the door to 40. And I keep <laughs> right. thinking, I keep thinking, well, if I turn 40, like, that's really the end of like baby time. Like there are people that are still having babies at 40 and 41. And I think, you know, yes, this is really the end of their, once I get past about 40 or 41, like that's really the end of the road for me. Like I really won't be able to do it anymore. So, you know, I'm looking on to grandparent age. Yes, exactly. So, (laughs) you know, there's a, there's a wistful part of me. That's kind of like, I'm encouraging other people my age to just please go ahead and have babies so that I won't have to do it myself. Um, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Last one. Last one. Okay. Sarah, what are you drinking right now? Well, not right. right? Now, but like, okay. I was like, right now, right now. Whichever. However you want to go with okay. it. Um, well, okay. So normally every day I'm drinking diet Snapple mango tea. That's like my Yum. Yes, I think that's my favorite, my favorite Snapple. Yes, my favorite. Delicious. Mm. Um, but everything um, adult bed beverage, um, probably sangria. Anything sangria. Yum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it's limited quantities because it does not like me. 
Oh, yeah. That's how I am with champagne. Like, I love oh. good bubbly champagne. But uh-huh. then the next morning, it's like a rager headache. Like, I can't. Oh, oh well, no. Well, yeah. See, no, I guess with me and my problems is sangria. It's like, it's so sweet. You can barely taste anything. I'll yes. have a glass. I'll have another. I still can't feel anything. I still feel I that. And the next thing I know is I'm out. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, at least you go from like fine to asleep, unlike me that goes yeah. from like fine to crying to calling people to bed. Oh asleep. no! Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. So I had one last night. <laughs> you um, don't say. Well, I mean, you know, it, does the day end with why? And I've probably had some wine. Um, oh, I love I it mean, when Leanne is texting me when she's had some wine. <laughs> and I'm always well. I mean. Seriously, if it's after about 6 p.m., <laughs> then you can safely assume that I have brought the bottle out. Um, but in my in my time zone, it's only like 3 p.m., and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's too early. I know. And see, Sarah, I tell her all the time that, like, you and I live in the real time. No, yeah. Pacific time is where it's at. But see, like, here on the East Coast, it is currently 12.58 p.m., it is only 9.58 in the real world. No, in the yeah. real world, it is already the afternoon. <laughs> it's just yes. barely morning. We haven't the even day, had lunch yet. No, the day is almost over now, right, Sarah? Like, we're, yeah. almost, we're sliding down to bedtime. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> oh, I mean, theoretically, we could have a cookout and start drinking now. <laughs> yes, it is time. So, like, my mom is coming over this afternoon for some wine time today. Oh, wine time <laughs> with mom. Can you record? Yeah. That and put that on YouTube. <laughs> sure. And um, and she was like, "Well, what time should I come? What time is too early for wine time?" And I'm like, "Excuse me, um, too early. I don't understand the question. Um, <laughs> you mean there's a time that's too early for wine time? Because right, um, that's the, the last... only thing that I like about camping is the day drinking. Because when you're yes. camping, you can drink at any hour. Yeah, time basically and, doesn't exist. And should and should. Yes. <laughs> but then when it starts getting dark I'm like that's the tent that I'm gonna have to sleep in like yes but the tent feels better when you're drunk (laughs) so true (laughs) so true very accurate no I totally think if I woke up one morning and discovered myself to be camping that I would immediately need a drink (laughs) I'd like kidnap you to take you camping (laughs) <laughs> if I was oh, like, oh, geez. snap, I'm camping. What am I doing here? Can someone please pass me the bottle? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're like, did I wander away from the resort? <laughs> I am obviously in an alternate reality that is not my own. <laughs> oh my God. What has happened here? This is something has gone very wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have messed with the timeline, as they say in the Umbrella Academy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can we please, like, how did I go through, like, the time? warp where how did I end up on the ground sleeping on the ground when I have a bed at home (laughs) don't people know that I like nice linens and fancy restaurants what am I doing in the forest (laughs) oh Oh my gosh okay so you're drinking the wine which is good the wine the sangria the and sangria kind of gets you a little bit loopy which makes me happy because I think that we should have a text message conversation when I've had the wine and you've had the sangria and we can see if we can have a conversation. 
<laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. There you go. You know, like we should actually just call Caitlin when it's only like three o'clock in the afternoon her time. Zoom meeting. Yes. And we are both a little bit, you know, frisky from yes. the bubbly and just talk yes. to her and see if she can understand what we're saying. Because right. and um, I'm furiously yeah. pounding like Pap's blue ribbon or something to try to catch up. Yes, yes. at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> This will be a future episode. There we go. Yeah, so, well, my kids know when the wine shows up from Instacart, they're like, well, there's mommy's juice. That's mommy's juice. (laughs) Mommy's juice. Mm -hmm. And they know that they are not to touch mommy's juice because because it doesn't smell good. Mommy's (laughs) juice does not smell good. Oh my gosh. Oh, right. So Sarah, this has been so much fun. I hope that your nerves went away. Do you feel better? Oh, they yes, they did. It's been great. Yeah, it's just been such an easy conversation. Like I just I can't believe that it's been two hours. What are we doing? I know. It's been so much fun. It has it has flown by. Thank you so much for being on the show. I want you to I want you to like really plug yourself one more time and tell everybody where they can find you. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Plymouth Ronald, on YouTube at Plymouth Ronald, um, and that's uh, oh, and I have a blog um, um, at me- <laughs> She's had the sangria, guys. She's already. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Ronald.com. Plymouthronald.com. Perfect. And guys, you can find Caitlin. Um, at mm-hmm. creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on YouTube. And you guys, Caitlin did something this week that I have to give her all the props. For. <laughs> all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. She, you should take it. Cause it took a long time. She completely got our Instagram caught up. Yep. So there will be Ooh. an updated card with Sarah's beautiful face. I almost called you Ronald again. Uh, <laughs> Sarah's beautiful face uh, ready to go for you to share for everybody to look at uh, on Monday morning. That's right. So the Instagram is caught up like as far as like the, the postings go. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Well, Caitlin is back to doing that. And I will obviously pitch in because she just she was one one afternoon. She was like, I'm just going to do this. And I was like, OK. And then the next thing I know. She's like, okay, I've, I've almost finished. And it's just like, it just all started happening. And just everybody give Caitlin all the props for boop, all boop. of the, yes, all the work that she did over there on the Instagram. It looks beautiful and we love yep. it. And thank you. And if you're not already, not to steal Sarah's thunder, but if you're not already, make sure you're following us over there for like our mini topics and any other little random shenanigans that we have going on over there. Yes, Absolutely. So um, you can, but I was trying to tell, you know, like where everyone can find Caitlin. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's also at the podcast Instagram too. So if you're looking for one of us, you can just DM the podcast and say, hey, Caitlin. And she'll see that, that DM there too, because Word. she's frequently over there at that Instagram. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's Caitlin. Yep. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram and YouTube, which I hope we get to see her face in her planner again very soon. Hopefully. Um, Fingers crossed with any luck because you take some gorgeous Instagram photos that I've been missing. Um, And you can also find her at Spiced Horizons playing um, Animal Crossing. I almost said anime. Clearly, I need to go back to bed. Um, (laughs) And and you can also find her hanging out around the podcast Instagram as well. So you can find her in all of those places. We are around. We are. Um, yes. Thank you to everyone who checked in on me with the tropical storm. Um, we we came through just fine. Um, 
There was a couple of places down um, at the coast that had a little bit of standing water, but I think that, you know, mostly everything was okay. Um, I love our listeners so much for checking up to say, we know that there's a hurricane coming to North Carolina. Are you okay? Like that was Mm -hmm. the sweetest thing ever to to have you guys in my DMs, like checking to make sure that we were okay. So, um, but anyway, we just want to wish everyone a wonderful week. And um, Mm -hmm. we hope that your August is just going along beautifully. Um, Sarah, you have been an amazing guest. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much much for being here. Yes. This has been great. Um, I I love your Instagram and I just think that you're such a cool, awesome, awesome lady. Just, just, I just Mm -hmm. think that it's great that I've got to spend two hours talking to you. I just can't believe it. Um, yeah. So, and I'm sorry that you were nervous. You should have DM'd me in the middle of the week to tell me that you were nervous (laughs) and then you would have known. No, I was nervous. No, I just would have backed out. So this is good. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so, well, everyone is, everyone listening to this at this point, if you've gotten to the end of the episode, then everyone is so glad that you did not back out. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being here. It's been an awesome, awesome episode. Everyone have a great week.